welcome to Creep Time with Silas Dean. Today we are covering a good case. This is the haunting disappearance of Brandon Swanson. I remember the first time that I came across this story and I read this and the chills that this gave me. It's kind of a nonsensical case, actually. I mean, there are lots of discrepancies with the timeline. There are discrepancies about Brandon's last known whereabouts, his final location, but the bedrock of the case is really the phone call. We're gonna get into the entirety of the case and I'll go into detail about all of this. I just wanna preface that this is one unsolved case that I find to be really, really chilling. I just can't make a ton of sense of it is the real problem. I think that's really why I'm drawn to unsolved cases in particular. It's the mystery behind it. It's the questions that are kind of left out in the open. I, I need to figure out what happened. I need to take in every detail so I can form my own sort of consensus. But sometimes the, the most chilling part of any unsolved case is really that you can't come to a consensus. You can't piece together any of the existing evidence to formulate any sort of logical response as to what happened here. I'm gonna get into all of this, but before I do, if you could like, subscribe, and comment below, that's really gonna help Creep Time out, and you guys have been incredible so far with your support. I'm really grateful for it. And if you wanna be the first to know of new Creep content, new videos that I'm putting out, you can hit the notification bell. You'll always get a notification whenever I post. And of course, as always, for anyone who is not already following me on TikTok, if you want to, you can do so right at Creep Time. Okay, let's dive right into this story. Who exactly was Brandon Swanson? Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. So Brandon is a Marshall, Minnesota native. He grew up right in town, graduated right from Marshall High School in 2007, and he's wrapping up his first year of community college. So Brandon has an interest in renewable energy. He's studying wind turbines as his main focus, and he might want to work on them one day, might want to build them. So he is studying all of this at Minnesota West Community College and Technical School. And I've got to say, you know, from everything that I've read about Brandon, everything that I've read from the parents and you know, their sort of take on this, their testimony, it sounds like Brandon came from a really good family unit. And that only really adds to the devastation of the case and just how deeply unsolved this is, that he came from good people who loved him, people who cared about him, and they may never get answers from what happened here. So let's actually backtrack a little bit here. If we're talking about school, the academic year technically ended on May 13th, 2008. So Brandon is done. He's completely finished his freshman year of school. It's a really celebratory moment. But the events that actually took place that are the crux of this case take place much later in the evening, so late into the night actually, that it's technically the 14th when all of this goes down. So it's that night that Brandon attends two separate parties. He's witnessed at both of them, and these are celebratory parties just to mark the end of the year. There are discrepancies in varying reports about whether or not he was drinking heavily or he was drinking light. There are a couple of people who said they saw him drink maybe a few beers. Then there are other reports that say they saw him taking shots of whiskey. It's 
it's not concrete, but the testimony that I would adhere to for this is actually what was told to police by one of Brandon's friends. He wasn't visibly drunk, or at least he hadn't had enough to drink. That would be any cause for concern for him driving. So witnesses saw Brandon leaving the party shortly after midnight, and then it's unknown why he would do this, but he ends up taking a back road home. It's not his normal path. It's, it's not even very well lit. This also isn't a very quick drive home. This is about a 30 mile trip. If he's gonna get all the way home, it's it's gonna be him on the road for a while. But at some point on this journey, he ends up crashing his car into a ditch. So after a few sort of distressing calls where he couldn't get a hold of his friends, he ends up calling his parents. Timeline-wise, it was marked that this call happened just before two in the morning. He gets on the phone with his parents. He lets them know that he's not hurt, but he cannot move this car. So he's gonna need them to come pick him up. But this is sort of the first odd part of the story. So Brandon believes that he's near a town called Lind while he was on his way to Marshall, the hometown. But what's odd about it is that if you map from Canby, that's where the party was, to Lind, you actually end up passing Marshall. So he would have passed his own town. So it didn't really make sense why he would have gone that far if that was the route that he had taken. But even though it's a bit of a red flag, the parents aren't really concerned about it. They're just, they're going to where he tells them. They get in their truck, they're on their way. So the parents and Brandon are staying on the call together for pretty much the entire time this is going on. I mean, there's a few times where the call drops because Brandon's in a bit of a remote location, but for the most part, they're in constant communication the whole time and Brandon is stationary. He's waiting in the car. So after a while of waiting in the car, the parents are driving and they finally arrive to exactly where Brandon described, right where he directed them. They can't find him anywhere. Meanwhile, they're still on the phone with him and they're letting him know this, you know, we can't see you, we don't see your, your hazard lights on, and Brandon can't see them either. It's noted that Brandon was pretty frustrated, but he also says that he thinks he can see lights in the distance, right? He's, he's not sure if it's maybe town lights or it might be their car, whatever it is, he thinks that's where they are. Even though it's a bit of a ways away, he's gonna get out of the car, he's gonna walk to them. Meanwhile, they're staying on the phone the entire time for this call. So at this point, Brandon gets out of the car and he's traveling on foot. But these are some of the last moments that we know of of Brandon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we mentioned that he's staying on the phone with his parents the entire time while this is all happening. And he's kind of walking to them, but it's it's through like a farm sort of field area. You know, it's it's dark and he's just sort of fielding through grass. But exactly 47 minutes into this final phone call, something very chilling happens to Brandon. So he's walking, he's walking, he's on the phone with his parents, and remember, the entire time, he's walking towards what he thinks are car lights, or at least lights that he believes to be them. But right after 2.30 in the morning, Brandon stops himself, sort of dead in his tracks, interrupts himself on the call, and yells, oh shit, and then goes silent on the call, until his parents are the ones who hang up. This was the last time that Brandon Swanson has ever been heard. So naturally, his parents are starting to panic. You know, they don't really know what's going on, why that call just dropped, what he saw. 
So they're just driving around kind of in a rush, trying to call him, figure out where he is. He's not where he said he was. This whole thing is coming to a peak at exactly 6.30 in the morning when his parents are distressed and they're giving up. They're, they're calling the police to report him missing. What kind of threw a wrench in this investigation right from the get-go or that the Lind police are already kind of dismissing him as a missing person, you know? They're saying he's a college student, he has the right to sleep out or spend the night out if he wants, he has the right to be missing. They couldn't have imagined that this was truly something sinister, something happened to Brandon. But as Brandon's parents are understandably distressed and they press on, the investigation is taken seriously. So one of the first steps in this investigation is that his phone records are traced so they can accurately get a read on where his last known whereabouts was. But this was the first sort of haunting piece to the case where we start to realize that something's very wrong here. Brandon was nowhere near where he thought he was. He was actually 25 miles away from Lind. He was along State Highway 68. How he was so confused about where he was is kind of an unknown for this case. It's a, it's a little unexplainable. So let's talk about this last known whereabouts. Now that we have a trace from the phone, we know exactly where Brandon was when he made that final call. So they bring the whole search team over there. They end up locating the car, which was crashed right along Highway 68. It's kind of near this abandoned farm. So that makes sense of where he was near this farmland, kind of sifting through the grass and sort of walking towards this light, this unknown light. So they're immediately kind of searching these grounds, and one of the first things they noticed is this grain lamp that was on from a grain elevator. This light kind of has a, a red hue to it in the distance, so maybe that could have been what Brandon was seeing or what he thought he was walking towards, that he thought was his parents. So this search is well underway at this point. I mean, they're piecing together different parts of what might have happened here, what he may have seen and they've brought in search canines, they've got search teams, they have volunteers, Brandon's parents are there, but they cannot find him anywhere. It's like he was walking and then just completely disappeared. They can't really make much sense of this. So they're really leaning heavily on the search canines here. You know, they're turning to the bloodhounds to sort of track his scent and see where he might have been last and you know it can track him up to a point to see that he was walking a good ways but then at some point his his steps just stop he's just gone so the scent that the dogs are picking up on is actually a three mile trail he had walked a pretty long ways and he ends up making his way all the way to the yellow medicine river so of course the first logical thought is that brandon was walking didn't see the river fell in in the dark and he drowned but that didn't appear to be the case. A full search was conducted of this area of the river and they found nothing, not a trace of him. In fact, the footsteps that the dog was following had showed that Brandon had actually traveled a little bit past the river. So what happened here? Where could he have gone? Or how could his trace have just sort of vanished? Sadly, for this investigation, this is about all that we know of what might have happened to Brandon. So what really happened here? I mean, there's no evidence of foul play that we know of. There's clearly no evidence that he fell into the river, and there's nothing to suggest that he would have wanted to disappear. So it just doesn't make any sense. It's not logical that he could have just up and disappeared. But I think what kind of keeps this case prevalent all these years later are really those last moments on the phone. 
What did Brandon see? What could have happened to him while he was walking in the dark? This case has been turned over and reviewed, I mean, time and time again. They have followed 90 leads, even though Brandon was alone, to try to figure out what happened to him. What could he have been walking towards? Was it really that light, or was it the light of something else? Was it another car? Was there somebody else out there near the abandoned farm? We don't know. You know, one of the most devastating pieces of this case is that I don't really know how a family could gain closure from those last moments and truly how hauntingly chilling they are. I believe it's true that his father even leaves the porch light on just in the hopes that Brandon might come home one night. Sadly, we may never really know what happened to Brandon Swanson. Alright, that is all for now. Make sure that you comment below, talk to me about this case. I've, I've got to know what you think might have happened to Brandon because I'm... I'm at a loss with this one. It's just, it's it's highly illogical. You know, I can't really make sense of it, but really what kind of chills me about it are those last moments on the phone. I, I just keep thinking about, you know, not only what Brandon probably went through, but also his parents on the other end of that call and kind of the unknown of what his last moments were, what it was that he saw out there. I don't know. I'm going to return to this case. I think this is one that I'll probably keep tabs on throughout the years just to see if there's any new developments or if they're going to reopen it at some point just to figure out what happened here and of course as always if you have suggestions for cases for stories or pictures that you want me to cover just comment below and i will be happy to review i always check the comments and i will catch you on another creep time